We need to have that mindset where whatever everyone else is doing, we are doing the exact opposite. Welcome to Data-Driven Selling by the Sales Insights Lab, the podcast that helps reps and business owners generate more meetings and close more sales at higher prices. So many of the ideas in today's world of selling, particularly around sales training, are really geared towards the beginner, right? The person who's just starting out, who is nervous, is trembling anytime they're in front of a prospect, is worried about just not sweating, right? The real basics, how to smile, how to make eye contact. But what about those people like yourself maybe who are further along? who are comfortable whenever they're in front of a prospect, but feel like you could just sharpen your saw a little bit more. There are so many ideas that if you just implemented one or two of these, it will make a huge impact in your selling. So I'm going to show you advanced sales training for business professionals. Check it out. Number one, distinction is everything. I find that when we're first learning to sell, we just want to be like everyone else, right? We just want to be good enough, right? And that actually can help at the very beginning, right? As long as we're not shaking and our palms aren't sweating and we don't look like a complete bozo, we're actually doing okay. But then you get to a certain level of comfort, a certain level of expertise, and suddenly you're like everyone in that middle of the pack. And that's a problematic place to be. Now, as an advanced sales professional, we need to be distinct. We need to have that mindset where whatever everyone else is doing, we are doing the exact opposite. We need to be a complete opposite of what that prospect expects. And then suddenly it's amazing how that distinction makes you seem so much more high value in the eyes of the prospect. Focus on being distinct. Have a different approach. Phrase questions in a way that are unexpected. You're going to find that your prospects are far more receptive to whatever it is that you're saying. Number two, you don't need the business. This is so key for more advanced salespeople. We all have off months. And when we have those off months, I often find that salespeople start to give off almost like a perfume or an odor of desperation. And so when we behave in a way with our prospects, like we do not need the business, suddenly our prospects look at us like, wow, this person is a true professional. When you're talking to prospects, say things like, you know what, I just wanna determine whether this is really a fit both ways. Because I'll tell you right now, not everyone is a fit for what we do. You start sprinkling in concepts and lines like that, your prospects are gonna be like, wow, I really am interested in this person because they don't seem to need my business. Number three, it's not about friendships. Friendships in sales are a real problem. I want to clarify, if you have long-term clients who are friends of yours, that's great, good for you. But sales and particularly prospects are not a place where creating friendships. So often, a lot of salespeople in the middle are real relationship salespeople. They're not top performers because they're trying to make friendships with their prospects. Friendships are only for people that are actually buying from you or, of course, your friends in your real life. 
But we need to let go of this idea that we want to be friends with our prospects. Because when we're trying to be friends first and foremost, as opposed to actually closing business, what we're going to do is we're going to sacrifice in those really important moments when we could really hold that prospect's feet to the fire. And instead, we're just trying to have a friendship. And so we're going to have all of these people who think positively of us, but don't actually buy. So let go of the idea that we need to be having friendships and instead focus really much more on being willing to end a relationship if it's not a fit and then move on and go on to the next. Number four, cold calling won't get you there. This is really big and this is a pretty big transition in just the past few years. If you are an advanced salesperson and you already have a book of business and you're more of a closer, you should be spending your time on closing business. There are the occasional really, really high level opportunities where making a cold call or sending that cold email is a worthwhile use of your time. But if you are a seasoned advanced sales professional, you should not be making cold calls every single day. It's just not the best use of your time. You can be doing other things like using a sales prospecting campaign. You can have a team of people who are making calls on your behalf. You can be using cold email automation. There are so many other things that you can be doing to be getting those leads in front of you. So that way your focus is converting cold leads or maybe warm leads into sales, not generating those cold leads in the first place. Huge distinction, particularly for people who are more seasoned, your time is better spent on closing. That's a higher value activity. Number five, it's all about them, not you. Now this is a really important idea that as we become more expert in our field, we start to feel like we have the answers. And sometimes it can turn a selling situation into a place where it's more about us than it is about them. The ultimate moment of where it's about them is when we're a total newbie and we don't know anything. So all we can do is focus on the prospect. But as we become better at selling, sometimes our focus can be more on us where we have the answers. So we stop asking those questions. We stop focusing as much on the prospect. And this is a critical mistake. This is a place where sales go wrong. And I've seen it happen over and over where a salesperson, when they're newer, they start to take off and then they hit this plateau and then they kind of just ride at this flat level or even go down. It's all about them, not you. Number six, not all questions are created equal. Everyone gets the idea that they're supposed to be asking questions of prospects, yet the true top performing salespeople are asking much more effective questions than everyone else. So what we see are Average and mediocre sales performers are asking a lot of questions around product. Do you want the product in this color or that? Or would you like it to look like this or that? You know, those types of real in the weeds product-based questions, as opposed to top performers who are asking the big picture questions, who are focused on value. Tell me, what are the biggest challenges that you're facing right now from an operational perspective? If you were able to solve that challenge, what would it mean in additional profitability to the organization? When you're asking questions that are about them and are about what's most important to them, and then you're tying that back to value, now you are cooking with absolute fire. We need to be recognizing that not all questions are good. In fact, a lot of questions in sales are bad. What we want to do is dig deep and go 
further down, understanding what the prospect really cares about. Number seven, get them to articulate value. This is a real advanced move because most intermediate or even big, of course, beginner salespeople are going to, when it comes to value, it's going to be the salesperson articulating the ROI or articulating the value. But truly expert salespeople are great at actually getting the prospect to articulate the value. Now, I actually just kind of gave away a little bit in the last role play that I just showed you what something like this looks like. But say you're getting a prospect to talk about some of their challenges, the biggest issues that they're facing, or what they most want to be accomplishing from a high-level perspective. Then the question is, well, George, if you were able to accomplish this, what would it mean in additional revenues to the organization? Or if you were able to solve those challenges, what would it mean in increased profitability to the organization? When they answer that question, now that number is coming from them. They can't argue with that number. That's their number, they own it. So now they believe it as fact. And this is so key because now that they have shared that number, that's what the value of your offering actually brings. Assuming you can actually solve the challenges that they've talked about, they have now told you what the value of your offering is to them. There are no arguments, there are no debates, that's the value. Get them to articulate it. Number eight, quit talking about price. This is so important, particularly as an advanced sales professional. We need to stop talking about price ever. All we ever talk about is budget. Budget is very different than price. Price is what it costs for someone to do business with you. Budget is what a prospect is willing to invest in order to solve a problem that they have. Huge distinction. So when we start to focus on budget, it's a conversation around them and what they're willing and able to invest to solve these challenges that they've discussed. When you talk about price, it's just the cost of your service or of your product. And quite frankly, that's an arbitrary number. Prospects don't really care. It's more likely to turn them off when we start talking about price as opposed to getting into a really in-depth conversation around budget. Number nine, jealously guard your time. You are an advanced sales professional. You're looking for advanced sales training. The most scarce asset that any advanced salesperson has is their time. So we need to jealously guard our time. Think about how you are spending your time each and every day. If you were an attorney or a CPA or a doctor, you are literally clocking your time by the seven minute increments. Yet as salespeople who already have a good book of business, who are already selling, we don't often think about the value of our time, which quite frankly, for a top performing salesperson is going to be more than the value of a partner at a law firm in downtown Manhattan. We need to be absolutely guarded about what we're doing when we're on that sales time. That doesn't just mean not surfing on the internet, but what it really means is who are we talking to? Who are the types of folks that we're willing to have conversations with? 
Get very clear on who is someone that you want to be talking to and who is someone that you don't want to be talking to. Because once you start to create these rules for yourself around who you don't want to be talking to, now you free up your time to focus on the people you really want to be talking to. Jealously guard your time. So there is the advanced sales training for business professionals. Thanks for listening. Want more tactical advice on selling? Register for our free video training on the five-step formula to closing more deals without price pushback, think it overs, or ghosting. Simply visit closing.training to get instant access. That's closing.training to get instant access.